0: Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk, back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Welcome to Friday. You've made it to the end of the week. Fantastic stuff. Uh, It's so good to be closing in on that weekend and football returning for Arsenal. We did have plenty of football this week, to be fair, with European action underway. But uh, it's just not the same. It's just not the same. That said, I have to say... um, (laughs) Last night's game, Manchester United do know how to put on a show, don't they? They do know how to just offer up some fantastic entertainment. And Harry Maguire in particular. I would just like to say a warm, welcoming thank you to, to really bringing a smile to my face. Because uh, uh, whilst the ball was brought to yours, it was a smile that was brought to mine. What an own goal. I'll give you, my, I think, my second favourite own goal. Of all time, and I say that because last night I remember thinking what my favourite own goal was, and then I woke up this morning going, "Well, oh, what am I going to talk about in the intro for this morning show?" And I remember it being that Harry Maguire's own goal was my second favourite own goal of all time, but the first own goal has got to be Emmy Martinez. <laughs> it's, it's got to be. I mean, there is no best. I mean, someone said to me on Twitter, I think uh, Lee Dixon's own goal was pretty, pretty special, but Emmy Martinez's own goal is is one of the best. One of the best um, that we've ever seen. Now, also, uh, I went to the League One um, playoff final. I think it was, no, League Two playoff final back in, what was it, League One? I think it might be League One, actually. Yeah, the League One playoff final where Christian Bielik played for Charlton. right? Remember Christian Bielik he used to play for us. and I think it was 20, maybe 2020. And Navi Saar, who was a centre-back for Charlton, just passed the ball back into his own net for about 30 yards. And it's genuinely one of the best own goals you'll ever see. They went on to win the game, quite thankfully. You'd be fuming if you didn't. Um, but uh, that, I think, is up there as well. But Emmy Martinez, without a shadow of a doubt, has got to be the best one, surely. Uh, anyway, good morning to those joining us in the chat box. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Black shine, good morning to you, to Martin, to Amira, to Carl. Good morning, uh, uh, Matt G. Good morning to you, to Stephen, to NSW, Stephen, sweating Merlot. Uh, NSW, Kai's uh, Paul, Martin, Harrison, Johnny, Aditya, Stephen, Josh, uh, and Ansa, Steve, Sandman, Olu. Plenty more regular and irregular faces in the chat box as well. Always good to see as many of you as feasibly possible. Let's crack on with today's stories. If you haven't already pressed that thumbs up, please, please do. It really does help us out. So thank you very much. Uh, Let's go to our first slide, which is, of course, to remind you that yesterday uh, we recorded our West Ham Arsenal preview show. Uh, We chatted to Chris and Matthew. And Marcus, all about everything that went down and could go down uh, in the week leading up to, and of course, for the game. Uh, So if you haven't already given that a watch after you finish today's show, you've got something to listen to that's available on audio platforms as well, of course. Now, West Ham United, uh, who we do face at the weekend, did play Ghent in yesterday's UEFA Conference League quarterfinal. They drew 1-1, Danny Ings scoring the opening goal of the game before Ghent got an equaliser towards the end of the fixture uh very much looking forward to seeing a hopefully tired west ham play on sunday that said they did rest a number of key players antonio didn't play so well, i mean he might have come off the bench i'm not sure the subs were but in terms of who didn't start and antonio didn't start socek didn't start uh obviously fabianski didn't start um, Skamaka's still injured at this stage Rama didn't start, I don't think Zuma started the game either, Fornaus didn't start the game, but they did have Rice in, they did have Ings, they did have uh, Jarrod Bowen, uh, Emerson Sofau, uh, Ogbonna I think played as well, uh, but it was Rice and uh, Downs playing in the middle, so yes, I imagine Socek will come in to the team uh, for Sunday's game. Now, the FA have said that they will not be taking any action against uh, Konstantin Hatzidakis, the uh, assistant referee that was videoed appearing to elbow uh, Andrew Robertson. However, uh, they've decided that after reviewing all the comprehensive footage and reviewing the statements from Liverpool and the PGMOL, as well as multiple angles of video footage, as I've said, uh, the incident and its surroundings there will not be taking any further Action in reflection, you know, I said, I think when we watched the game, I think when I did the reaction show, I said that I'd be surprised if he, if the assistant referee got away with no punishment, mainly because it just seemed kind of clear. But in the reflection of the last few days and watching back the footage as well, I think this is probably the right, um, the right, uh, course of action. At the end of the day, players need to stop kind of approaching referees in the same way that they do. Uh for me, yeah, I think that the referees need to be allowed to make the decisions. And arguably if they haven't got the players crowding around them, then the right more chance of the right decisions being made. That said, there still needs to be certain pressure on officials to be making the correct decisions because, you know, so far that has not been the case and this season has highlighted the the lacklustre nature of the uh, consistency of officiating in the Premier League that needs to improve, but I think this is the right—I um, think this is the right uh, course of action for this situation. Uh, Now, Thomas Partey was not spotted in the Inside Arsenal training video that was released yesterday. Now, neither, of course, was Ben White or Alexander Zinchenko. Now, we heard on Monday that both Ben White and Zinchenko were working in the gym, and that's why they were not spotted outside. However, on that Monday, we didn't hear anyone suggest anything about Partey. And yet, in that training video, Partey is not absent. He's missing from those images, those clips, unless somehow after the sifting through the footage yesterday, I've somehow managed to miss something, but I couldn't spot him. A couple of other people who watched the video said they couldn't spot him either. Um, We'll of course hear from Mikel Arteta today in his press conference. I want to give people the peace of mind that that video that the inside training was to my understanding was from Monday's recovery session. So he could have even been training on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and we've obviously just not seen any pictures. We might be getting some training pictures come out today, Um, and hopefully that will show to us that Partey was indeed involved. But he wasn't immediately, obviously, in the clips that we saw. Now, Jimbo says he was off uh, camera talking to the linesman, uh, apparently. Uh, I don't know what the linesman is in training, but uh, uh, apparently Jimbo saying there that he's managed to see Partey off camera. Impressive. But, uh, yeah, I certainly think when it's looking at a player like Partey, who is obviously so important, that he'll be fine. But as I say, we'll hear from Mikel Arteta in his press conference early this afternoon. Kai Karnet will be in place for us as well. So uh, we'll hear and get questions towards the Arsenal manager and fingers crossed get uh, some uh, some answers for what's gone on. Now, uh, in terms of transfer news for the day as well, according to Fabrizio Romano, Arsenal are not listed as one of the Premier League teams moving for McAllister. That right is reserved for Chelsea, Liverpool and Manchester United. They're all asked to be kept up to date with what Brighton will be doing. There's an expectation, supposedly, that Alexis McAllister will leave Brighton in the summer. And Arsenal have been linked to the player. And a number of outlets have said that he is on Arsenal's radar However, uh, Fab suggesting here that this is not the case and only those three clubs we've heard from so far from him are the ones looking at him and Brighton will decide a price for the Argentinian and World Cup winner in the summer. For me, I think there are better options out there that we should be looking at anyway. Now, former Arsenal transfer target, a name that you should all be very familiar with, Husem Awa, is closing on a free summer move. Now, not to Arsenal which I am re- insanely relieved about. Uh, I'm sure Bailey is crying somewhere. But uh, <laughs> I am certainly never uh, looking at trying to bring in Hussein Awa, But uh, it is said that Wolfsburg are a team that are interested. Frankfurt are supposedly interested in him as well. Uh, but Roma are looking to be the main club uh, being kept uh, in touch with what's going on with Hussein Awa. Jose Mourinho looking at trying to sign the French international on a free in the summer. So, uh, but just be warned, expect some our chat uh, in the coming weeks with his contract, of course, coming down to the end of his deal. And our headline story of the day, uh, according to Sport Bild in Germany, Arsenal said to be favourites to land Moussa Diaby, the Bayer Leverkusen winger who can play on the right or left flank. It's been linked with Arsenal in January and uh, I certainly look uh, at the player as someone with lots of talent. But I can't see Arsenal necessarily spending upwards of 70, 80 million on a wide player. And that is the price that has been quoted before uh, by uh, by Leverkusen. So if Arsenal are going to spend that much money, you'd think it would be more so on a midfielder. And I think we will do that. But a winger? I just can't see Arsenal spending 60, 70, 80 odd million quid on a wide player when you've got so many options existing at the club and contract negotiations ongoing with reese nelson seems a little bit odd that said he's a very very good player certainly would add a lot of quality to the arsenal team if we were to join uh the race to sign him which according to sport build we already apparently are um but i can't say that i can legitimize these claims at all good player very expensive i'd be surprised all right let's go to part two then and your questions right after this Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants. 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Right then, let's jump into the chat and see uh, what questions uh, we've got to answer. Amberlay says, I'm not sure if build are very reliable, are they? Honestly, I couldn't tell you, but it'd be hit or miss to suggest either way. Uh, I think they've got some stuff right, I think they've had some stuff wrong. And I mean, where does that leave us? Uh, all we can do is just report and tell you what we think about the links. But Moussa Diaby, interesting player, as I said before. Plenty of quality and goals and assists to his name. He's got loads of goal contributions for Leverkusen, but uh, not sure whether or not uh, the legitimacy of claims Arsenal are going to spend huge amounts of money on a winger are close to the mark or not. Um, Marcus says, maybe Sané comes to us now to escape Mane, assuming it is Mane that is not let go by Bayern. Of course, Sadio Mane has been suspended by Bayern after allegedly punching Leroy Sané in the face in the dressing room after the game against Manchester City. Kind of mad, um, kind of crazy. That said, Mane is fair to say he's got a history of hitting Arsenal players in the face with elbows, which you can view if you watch back any of the highlights of Arsenal's games against Liverpool down the years. Um but uh, is that going to mean that Sane is more available in the summer? We'll have to wait and see. You'd think it'd be Mane that would be moved on out of the two of them, no, rather the one that's been the, the victim of the punching. Uh, let's go to Lucas says Which current Arsenal player is most likely to become a pundit after they retire? Oh, that's a good question. Who is the most likely? I mean, the ones that have been obviously recently in the studio, we've seen Gail Clichy recently jump onto the Man City Arsenal game earlier this season. We've seen Cesc Fabregas, we've obviously Ian Wright, Martin Keown does a lot of it, but who at the current group would be a good pundit? I can see Aaron Ramsdale becoming a pundit in the future. I think he'd be quite good. He'd kind of be like a, a Michael Richards, if you like, adding a little bit of comedy. I think Richards is obviously brilliant. Uh, maybe Rambo would be the one to take up the reins after he retires. Uh, Lee says, remember that Pepe was supposed to add quality at 70 million and ended up looking a bit like a damp squid. And Yeah, I, damp, is it damp squid? I, I, thought the, I thought the phrase was damp squid. Is that right? It is damp squib. Oh, please, please say that, Lee, you've gone through your whole life thinking it's damp squid. (laughs) I really hope that's true. I really hope that you've gone through your whole life thinking it's damp squid. (laughs) When it's damp squib with a B. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm being a complete hypocrite here. And I, I, you know, I make mistakes in pronunciations and wording all the time. But I really hope that you've been going around saying damp squid. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, I've never known a dry squid, other than when they're fried and put into little circles. Other than that, they're pretty dry when you do that. But uh... (laughs) damp squid. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. That's made by morning, that has, Lee. Thank you for that. Um, But in answer to your question, in uh, in genuine terms, I think, uh, obviously, price does not always equal quality and yes your example of nicholas pepe certainly proves that um andrew says hey tom if we use the salt shakers for the italian media what should we use for the german media um still salt shakers um i mean it comes from the saying a grain of salt it's nothing to do with like um italian stereotypes (laughs) you know their, their food is not salty at all their food is Perfect or perfecto, I guess. Um, but yes, is, is, I mean, that's probably not even the right Italian word, is it? What's Italian for perfect? Uh, it's perfect, perfect, Perfetto. perfecto. perfecto. Oh, there you go. So I was pretty close. Um, Keith says, Tom, don't you get annoyed when other people on YouTube keep saying that we as Arsenal fans don't understand what the pressure of a title run is like? Maybe some are too young, uh, but I'm not. Um obviously some Keith won't understand they won't know I know there's a lot of listeners to the channel that have never consciously experienced a title race uh since being Arsenal fans if you think about it it's been 19 years since the last one I know that we obviously competed for a title uh in the late noughties as well but it's it's not, not nowhere near as close as we've been this time around I think that To be annoyed about it means that I think, Keith, maybe you're putting too much emphasis on caring. Uh, I think if it's annoying you, just stop watching it. You know, just stop watching people telling you that um, we don't understand what the pressure of a title run is like. You know, watch what doesn't annoy you is is my advice there, which I hope this channel doesn't. Um, But yeah, look, just enjoy it. I'm just telling people to enjoy this title race. I think it's a great experience. I'm loving it. Yes, there's pressure. Yes, there's drama. Yes, there's nerves. But I'm just going to try and enjoy it because you know it's been such a long time since we've been able to enjoy a title race. If we're being very honest, uh, Matt says, have we been linked to Asensio yet? Uh, probably. Uh, his contract runs out, I think, at the end of the season as well at Real Madrid, and they're still discussing potential extensions. I think he wants to stay with Real Madrid. I tell you what, though, if if they do let him go, it's not a bad option to bring in to strengthen that forward line on a budget, especially if we're you know, we're committing loads of money to the. Uh, to the midfield because I think obviously being a left footed player that can play on the right hand side that would offer us something that we don't necessarily have behind Vakaya Saka so maybe that's something that we would look to but uh, he wants to seemingly stay uh, with Real Madrid from the quotes that have come out from him Um, Dave says given we are hopefully going to get Champions League at least next season we should be able to move our transfer targets up the elite range so if so what are our three main targets I think obviously Declan Rice is one Dave I think a right-back will be another, whether that's Ivan Fresnader, whether that's Sasha Boyi, whether that's Raul Baku, has been suggested by some people, I think, as well. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. And then I think another midfielder, Moises Caicedo, still continues to be linked with the club. So two midfielders and a fullback, I think, would be the three main targets for the summer. Um, Akbar says, positive news. The FAA is banning betting sponsorship on the front of shirts after 25-26. Hope that it helps reducing gambling addiction. Yes. No, that is, that is good news. Uh, I'm conscious of the fact that we previously have had a betting sponsor on the channel. I, that came to an end fairly swiftly. And from that point forward, I assured our members in the Discord server that we wouldn't uh, be having uh, one of those, again, that I'm consciously agreeing to. So... Uh, it is good news, certainly. And uh, I'm glad that that's taking place. So thank you for highlighting that, Akmel. Uh FA says, how did you find the Arsenal authentic away men shirt in stock? It's never in stock on Arsenal Direct. That's why. Um, I got it when it came out mate (laughs) Uh, i got it when it came out that's why i'd recommend to anyone as soon as the new kits come out you gotta buy them then and there i know that some people have to wait till christmas to get them but i'd suggest to your parents if you are indeed inclined to still receive christmas presents of a shirt footballing shirt kind from those around you, friends family etc then tell them to get it when it comes out box it up and give it to you at christmas or birthdays that's the best way to uh to move forwards uh daniel says if you had the choice of caissado at 80 or anana at 50 who would you go for bear in mind cassero plays within a good system and good team and are the opposite remember how good basuma looked um I think that's harsh on Kaiseido to make the comparison to the suma. I think I'd go for a. Uh, I think if it depends upon how much that affects the likelihood of getting Declan Rice. If Kaiseido at 80 million means you can't get Declan Rice, but a Nana at 50 million means you can, I think you probably go for a Nana and Rice rather than just getting Kaiseido. So I think it depends upon the availability of Rice at a certain price tag. Um, let's go to Abbey says, Tom, have you seen the title race? You seem too young for that. Yes. I mean, I was only eight or nine. Um, but yes, I have indeed seen one, but I wasn't anywhere near as consciously aware of being involved in one. And of course the one, uh, which unfortunately ended with Eduardo's injury, uh, I witnessed as well, but, uh, it's, it's still something that now at 28 years of age, feel so old which i know Which some people older than me is going to go how dare you say you feel old at 28 but uh it is funny how quickly life does go i remember starting this show when i was when i started taking over in 2015 what was i then 20 years old so come a long way since then uh nate says are you going to the champions leagues are you going to the champions league semi-final um no not as far as i'm aware um oh sorry you mean the women's game um potentially I don't know yet I have I've requested it I don't know if I'm going to get it but uh potentially I'm waiting to hear back um I hope so it'd be a great spectacle to be able to attend uh let's go to oh yeah how dare you (laughs) Dave says old at 28 lol yeah I really I recognize that it's just you. I reckon when you guys were 28 as well you were like oh man life's going so fast so don't blame me (laughs) <laughs> for saying things like that. I've got no appreciation at all uh, for how old other people must feel at whatever age they're at. But I can for my own age. So, yeah, it's, it's the back. Like it's, You suddenly start waking up and your back hurts. At 28, it's not right. It doesn't feel good. Um, so, I'm just amusing as it is to see United mess up. It does give Spurs a lift of finishing in the top four. Shouldn't matter to me, but I just can't have Spurs finishing fourth. Hopefully, teams like Brighton, I mean, arguably even Liverpool, uh, can kind of get themselves together and, and do what they need to do. Um, Jimbo says, some of us witnessed Stonehenge getting built. <laughs> uh, ben says, I was nine years old when Michael Thomas burst through the midfield. Still my favourite footballing memory. I mean, what an amazing thing to be able to witness live. And that's the thing, like, we we moan about the older we get. but Obviously, those younger than us, and I'm younger than I know plenty of you, and didn't witness 89 live. You know, you can look back on life and think, yeah, whilst I may be old, I still got to witness some things in my own lifetime um, that others didn't. You know, it's the blessing of life is what it is. Why are we getting so deep on a Friday morning? We shouldn't need to get so deep. We're talking about ages all that much. Andrew says, we were in the title race, the season Leicester won it. I'm not sure that we were, Andrew. I know we came second in the end, but it was kind of a fortuitous end to the season for us to get second. You know, we we needed that chaotic end to, to Spurs' campaign for that to take place. And it was rather hilarious. I don't think we were really ever in that title race. Uh, Barry says, Tom, wait till you get to 74. Barry, thank you for listening at 74. I love it when we have uh, listeners uh, that just tune in and have obviously been tuning in for a long, long time and have been watching Arsenal for decades and decades it's fantastic But yeah I, I i will wait i hope i make it as far as you barry i really do um matt says would you sign rashford um yes absolutely yes i would um we're gonna stop the show there i've got to go do the morning shop today because i'm in chicago next week which means i'm not around at all over the weekend and stuff because i've got a lot of prep to do to do it so sorry for the shorter show i'm going to do the food shop this morning before i start work and uh I've got to get loads of stuff in ready for my trip. And uh, as I say, there will be a show tomorrow, Sunday, Monday. Um, but then things will change. Um, because obviously I'm gonna be in Chicago for a week and I am hoping to still do the eight eight AM show, but it won't be it won't be eight AM UK time. It'll be eight AM Chicago time. So of course um that does make things a little bit uh tricky if i know for some people to tune in but my flight is what is my flight it's a bit yeah yeah it's i'm not going to be able to do the 8 a.m show on on the 18th i'm afraid so there'll be a day off unless i pre-record something i might do we'll see or maybe i record something in the airport um but yeah there'll be two more at least no three more 8 a.m shows at uk time and then for a week there'll be 8am Chicago time, which is six hours behind. So it'll be a 2pm. So it'll be a lunchtime show for you guys here in the UK. And then wherever else you are in the world. Um, But thank you everybody for listening. It means the absolute world to me that you continue to do so. I'm very much looking forward to heading out to the States to see plenty of our US based listeners who are coming to the Chicago event. Really excited about it. And I can't wait uh, to get out there. But we've got plenty more Arsenal to talk about. I should have a show for you tonight at 6pm as well. So make sure you tune in for that. Me, myself and DG are going to be doing some some stuff regarding that. So looking forward to it. And, uh, and yeah, uh, it's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it all. Uh, thank you for listening. Drop a like on the video. Subscribe if you're new. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in, and you steal the last nugget snatching all 3 points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com